Hello and welcome to When Will It End? It's the movie podcast. We watch the movies. Sometimes we watch old erotic movies of ladies dancing in ethnic attire. We've never done that. Not yet, no. Not, but, uh, we could. We could. That could be a whole series. Yeah, dusty we, old film we find in a lake uh, house villa. <laughs> we did. We did toy. I don't know if it was for this or for something else. But we we're going to do like include the porn parodies. Yeah, that was a thought. It might be a good bonus thing to watch. Uh, certainly, I mean the pirates porn adaptations are the stuff of legend. But today we speak not of pirates, though we do speak no, of no. the undead, and of course that series full of the undead. Yeah. Jason seemed pretty dead at the end of three. Right? He gets axed in the freaking head. Next snap and the drop. I'm Josh. That's Charles. This is when we'll end. We watch the movie podcast. We watch all the movies. We're watching the Friday the Thirteenth film. Sloan, welcome. And yeah, we tell them. We tell what do we do? We tell. Is you? they good? That's right. We is answer the question. Good? Is they good? Uh, this is, of course, Friday the Thirteenth, the last, the final chapter. No more after this one, my dude. This is it. Last Wait, one. Really? It is a four of eight of uh, four. So there's eight left after this. But so. this is the last one. It's the final chapter. Maybe this but... is like a remember back to a saw situation where everything that comes out after this is actually before it. Hey, speaking of saw, you notice that Axel the horny mortician. I love that guy. I well, look, he is the Harold Hockett of this film, no question. He had I don't Andy say that vibes. lightly. No, famous cafe owner. <laughs> we were, we were uh, so of course fans of the series will note that. Friday the 13th excels in one area, and that is the fake news. I've maybe never seen a series that has more delightful newspaper headlines. Wait. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought you meant radio like real coverage. fake news. You're talking oh, like fiction. No, not the, not the mainstream media. I mean, just within the world of, Christ, of, uh, of course, we're back to freaking Camp Crystal Lake, sort of, in the general vicinity, or in this, the great state of New Jersey, State Bird. Oh, wait. Fuck. I know this, State too. Bird? I know this. Wait. Oh, was it like an e? No, it's not the eagle. Not that's, an eagle. That's the American bird. Not the American rock band, the Eagles. Okay, wait, no. Um, you know, Ben Franklin wanted this American bird to be the turkey. That's right. And they all said, "Shut up, Ben. Put your bifocals away. You fucking idiot. No you're, one wants electricity. You're such a turd. You're always the turd of the group. No oh, a post a- office. Shut up. Shut up, Ben. Uh, no, it." Uh, Wait, give me a hint. State bird, the mosquito. That's not a hint, but it's very funny. It's a funny hint. Do you think it was uh, uh, rough for the Moore twins to get billed together as Camilla and Carrie Moore? I think that's how they wanted it. You think so? No, not at all. They're really, uh, so they are from London. I knew it. They're born in London. I knew it. Inexplicably. I'm sorry I I talked over (laughs) the video. You are taking a video of Crispin getting his, his hog wet. Well, and I was like, "Hey, Josh, are they are they from London? They're from jolly old London town. Cool. Wow. Um, we're so far we are off to a roaring start. We've hit basically every second of the movie so far. I'm so fucking tired. I'm really yeah. Exhausted. You've had a long, had a long day. day. It's nine o'clock. It's nine o'clock. We're, and of course now I'm scared because we're out here in the in the countryside. Maybe there's a big man in a mask gonna stab me in the chest. Let me check. Okay, Charles is taking a look. See anything? It's it's one of those situations where it's light in here, oh, dark, so it's dark out yeah, there. Yeah, that's really hard to I see. I can't see a goddamn thing. I mean, you tried, and honestly, it's touching that that point in our friendship. Look, part of the thing about a friendship or a movie series is you're always worried, is my welcome worn out? 
Oh, really? And this is the first time that your dog didn't sit on me for the entirety of a watch. She didn't come fuck. She I know. Didn't come down. Wink didn't give a flying shit that you know I was why? going to watch Friday the 13th, the final chapter. I spent all day with Wink, and so far, every day, I've just been telling her how scary Jason is. Oh, she's terrified of the Jason. She man. doesn't come down for Jason. Jason's back, baby. Oh, you, you thought he was dead at the end of three? Guess what, my friend? Wait, was he, he dead? I guess he, he seemed pretty dead, but then he came back to life. Uh, I do like that, speaking of dogs, Gordon... Oh, God. Uh, ...leaps out the window and is never or, seen again. Or is thrown... Uh, wait, uh, this movie... <laughs> look, I, I, let's get into it a little bit. Okay. Th- this movie has so much to love about it that my, my criticisms are, are from a place of frustration, oh, okay. not not like... I didn't dislike it, but the things that are weird about it are really weird. It does feel like this was edited... It, it, mm-hmm. it was like, who edited this freaking one of the wet teens with a machete Jason. Oh. just hacking away quack, quack, quack. there's so many weird moments in this film where like uh trisha and Corey feldman are coming say, back from town all of a sudden i wouldn't something. say there are so many i would say there are three moments well, okay. that felt like something was left on the floor but also just like you know, we we you know we were watching the movie and I'm like, look, I better see all these corpses dramatically displayed in some fashion, and we get some of that, but selectively, which is also weird. Like some of the bodies are just gone and we never see them again. Wait, so we see Crispin Glover's body, yeah, um, crucified in the door entry, which is amazing, and Jason tearing down his body through the hands. Wow. You had a visceral reaction to that. That was awesome. That was great. This movie is awesome we see this is why i'm here we see just what i'm saying is that there are off-screen deaths and some corpses that we see to confirm those deaths and some that we don't and it's a little all over the place yeah there's mommy there's doggy we don't know what happens to mommy we not at all right she might be in the next one oh wait no this is it it's a little unlikely you know anyone it's, it's really just mommy and again, kind of like, who are we, Chris Nolan? They don't really mourn their mom that much, Corey no. Feldman and Trisha. Dude, I, I just went, I got to say, I mean, I'm putting this in hypotheticals, but say we're chilling with Brenda. My mom? Yeah, we're talking moms. Okay. I mean, we can talk my mom, but she just lives down the street. I figure that's much more realistic. Your mom does not live down the street. No, I'm saying that's why we're talking Brenda, not okay, Catherine. right, fair enough. We'd have to be on it. I mean, we could. I haven't met, have I met your parents? <sighs> Once she's gonna be, she listens. Josh. No, she doesn't. She listens. There's no way your mom listens to this. I force her. I, I mail her tapes. She still. You you like tape this? I I I, I have a a copying machine. I put it on cassette. And I mail it to her because wow. she she loves cassettes. Okay, yes, yeah, so we're having we're meeting up with our mothers in this situation. Just yours, just Brenda. Okay, okay, and then a murderer comes to your mom's house while we're having a nice kosher meal. Yes. And she is executed in front of us. It would be jarring, but I would be concerned about you at that point. Oh, that's very sweet of you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. And, and but then in the maybe movie, these are days. children whose mother disappears, and <laughs> they don't really seem to react that much. My to point that. is, there's more pressing worries than mother. Like, did Corey Feldman turn into new Jason? Dun dun. We can't dun. talk about that yet. There's a whole arc. To okay, so what I'm trying to say is this. This movie has Crispin Glover, Corey Feldman. The... I was pointing at the screen. <laughs> like a child. Dude, there's names popping up in every corner. I was like, hey, it's Crispin. Oh, my God, it's Corey. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And Those titles twins? are great. Yeah, the twins, the Moors. You're guessing where the You the won't be asking for up. more with these twins. What does that mean? Their last name is Moore. I know, but is there a sexual? No, I'm saying you're getting enough because the two of them are quite the pair. Twins is weird. We're, twins we had a little twin. You're a twin. Famously. I'm a twin. 
We had a little twin chatter while we were watching the movie. Well, I don't okay, so get... in, the, in the movie, the twins, one of them decides to get boned out by Crispin Glover, who's concerned he's a dead fuck. And just after really coming into his own sexually is murdered pretty brutally. So that's pretty rough to see old, old Crispy go down like that. But you were saying if you went to a party and yeah. your twin sister abandoned you to have sex with Crispin Glover, would you similarly have left in the rain back to your other? No. Okay. I would have. I mean, it probably wouldn't have been very fun, but I would have fucked that boy watching porn on the couch. You would have fucked the guy who kept uh, calling himself Teddy and the teddy bear thing. Yeah. Was the fake computer yeah, now that you who runs the numbers and says you're a dead fuck Crispin Glover. And look at Crispin Glover. You can call that man a lot of things, but you, you know in the sack he's doing something. Yeah, I would not have fucked Teddy. Yeah. So, However, Ted does get coma stoned and watching like stupid shit, which is the most like twenties porn. There's like, yeah, there's like what is it called? Title cards when they're talking. Yeah, it's great. Can you imagine watching porn and like every ten minutes you just see like, oh hello pizza delivery man, thanks for coming over. And it's British, so it's put it in me arse. Oh yeah, put it in. Put your pepperoni stick in me arse. Right. Yeah. I think that they think they were an anal on porn in the twenties. It seems unlikely. Dude, they were doing everything in the 20s. Yeah, that was a wild time. They're like, no more world wars. We got through the big one. Now it's done Woo! forever. This is great. This is Put great. Put it in me off. Weimar That's Germany. This fucking republic will last uh, for a thousand years. This is pre-code, too. Pre-code. They're making movies about arses. Hey, I've heard of pre-cum, but pre-code? Well, I've heard of that, too. Oh, okay. I got a book on it over there. Behind uh, all those paintings. Right, you just gestured to a, a framed poster of the Ben Wheatley film, A Field in England. It's behind that. Okay, there's a bookshelf. Oh, now, yeah, now I'm about, seeing it. about yeah. 20s and 30s film. This movie had so much going for it that was so much fun. I wish, it doesn't, it still feels to me like 3 was more of a complete package, because even though 3 had the hilarious, well, I guess I'll go to the barn dynamic, which I liked that this one, there's a lot, it's a lot more, there's a lot of motion, there's a lot going yes, on. But you never lose track of it, which I think is has been sort of an issue like in the first two is just like random deaths in random places i couldn't quite put it together but here it's like two houses they're across the street from each other there's ronald's tent or whatever his, it's, name. his name is rob rob's tent and he's dead there's rob's this... death maybe my mvd we'll get there okay there's a there's the skinny dipping pool and that's it and then i love the ways it reminded me of green room where they're stuck in one place. They're like, oh, I got to get out of this place. And they go to a different place. And it's like, this place sucks too. Let me go back to the original place. I think their use of space in this movie is the best so far that I've seen in one of these movies. You know, I don't entirely agree because I feel like, as I mentioned to you, when Chris McGlover's like screaming from the kitchen to the living room where the corkscrew is hey, before... where's the fancy corkscrew? Wow, it's like I'm in the room with Crispy Glover and then all himself. It cuts to, to, to... Teddy Bear just Teddy fucking just... ripping on some chief and jacking it. Yeah. Um, Where's the corkscrew? I, I feel like I kind of disagree with you. Where, no. generally speaking, I'm, I was a lot more confused about the relationship of everything in this. Where it wasn't really clear to oh, me really? how far the lake was from the house, and it wasn't really clear to me where Rob was. And again, the mom just vanishes basically, which I'm still. Right, but we're talking use of space. We're not I, use I know, of but characters. I'm saying we're not talking. Okay, okay. No, but I'm saying these you. dynamics are important. Parody. We have to understand. We have to. The beauty of three and the silliness of three is that because Jason's like lurking in the barn the whole time, it solves a major problem that the first two had that we've both observed, yes. which is like. Like, well, Jason's this like unse- this unseen entity just sort of like seemingly can teleport at will. And in three, you're like, okay, I basically I completely get what's going on. This one sort of goes back to and, – and that's the biggest problem in this movie for me is that the strength of three 
is that I loved seeing Jason. It was an, it was wonderful it was, to have Jason really present in the yeah. movie. And in this movie, when Jason is more present towards the end, that was the, my favorite parts of the movie. When we got more Jason and Jason has like a him being a sort of weird mute emotionally unreadable character like that that's what's so interesting so the fact that this movie regressed a little bit back to one and two and we got a lot of sort of phantom in the night stuff i, I still very much enjoyed this movie yeah. but well at I, the end of the day i like the big chungus himself running around yeah i i think this what this this does i mean hey we're bringing back savini yeah so savini so. comes back after getting his very amusing uh, shout out in the yeah, third movie and obviously this being uh, a genre movie for genre maniacs i love that cory feldman's character is an aspirant young tom savini uh fan clearly he is soon to overshadow savini if it's my guess i mean hey he's making heads at age eight Corey feldman did go on to become the greatest horror makeup artist oh really in history i'm, I'm just guessing yeah wow is he dead is Corey feldman dead i don't know it sounds likely he must have. 80s s- kids are like freaking out right now. Wait, not I'm, you. I'm an 80s. But you're not an 80s kid. Look you, at me. You were I'm raised freaking out. You're not. But you weren't raised in the 80s. Half of it. Not really. What do you mean? You spent what, five years in the 80s. That's half. But not like that's I think, half. <sighs> I was raised in half of the 80s. This movie sold almost 10 million tickets, Shit, which is a yeah. funny old metric. I love. They should stick to tickets. Yeah, stick to tickets. Then you don't have to worry about inflation. Just stick to tickets. So this was the fourth most attended of the of the first four. Oh, that's bad. Wait, hold on. No, no, no sorry. Of the entire series. <laughs> that's excuse very me. Excuse bad. me. No, no, no. Oh, okay. But uh, interesting. Okay, so, um, so I want to I want to bring it back because I while I agree with you that the third one was the most captivating because it changed the game and also I was really not having very much fun other than sitting next to you sort of having a nice chat while we were watching the first two movies. They weren't very good for me. The third one changes the game. We get fucking Jason, Jason, Jason. You see him do the kills. And for a movie about boring characters where I'm in it to watch a thrilling, exciting moment, that's what I needed. I think what this movie does is it. it's basically, we've been talking a lot about remakes in this since I mentioned Evil Dead before and you yelled at me. What this does is it basically remakes one in a lot of ways where it has the same feel of a sort of ghostly menace, where you're not really sure who is doing the murdering for most of it, but it shows us the kills, the kills are good, and more importantly, the characters are very fun to be with. Like, I was having more fun in the first half of this movie almost than the second half, because I'm meeting dead fuck and the computer whiz. Like, these characters are fun, they feel real, and I want to see them get executed. Yeah, I, I will say certainly when it comes to like preparing the lambs for the slaughter, they've got it down to a science at this point. And what's also fun is that you don't really know who you always know at this point. There's been four movies, four women survivors, and you don't know the first one. It's obvious who the, who's going to be the survivor. Hey, Paul may have survived the second movie. That's true. Maybe. Where's Paul? You know, he apparently, according to legend, he survived, but so far he's never been talked about or seen again in the in the films. But hey, hey, speaking of throwbacks, we got eight more to go. How about Jason Friggin throwing that guy's back <sighs> through a window again? I called that it. was great. I was like, why is she hammering the door? Doesn't she know she likes to throw dead men through windows and yeah. enter that way? You misgendered Jason. Jason's a he. No, I was saying, why is she hammering? He said, why she loves to throw bodies through windows. Oh, didn't I? You did, yeah. Well, maybe I'm not misgendering. Has he told us? So just because you Has don't he come want out to said, admit you made a mistake. Uh, excuse me, my pronouns are. I prefer they, them, but Jason I Jason is bi. 
he did a post on uh, he did a, a social thing about his yeah. on by visibility day. He wrote a Slate article. He wrote, uh, it's Medium. It, well, he's not he can't get in Slate anymore. Are you sure? It was Medium for. Let sure. me go check. Oh wait, I'm actually. In yeah, you can't. It's okay. I Just stop. Do, stop the bit. The Just stop the bit. But I, I think Jesus fucking Christ. What's this movie has it all for me, and I, I'm 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 coming in hot, and everyone can guess so far. If we were to do like a a third of the way through ranking, obviously what I'm feeling right now. But this has what was this has the setup of one, but was it fixes everything that was wrong with it. But still, I think over. I think there are things that three does better. But for me, as a package, you were talking about packages earlier. We only saw a, maybe a. We see some behind male nudity where we see like some buns, and you're saying we saw a tip of a dick through legs. I'm not going to go ahead and give credit where credit is not. Due. Well, I mean, I did. If you're going to show dong in a movie, show a dong in a movie. I this paused was, it. I yeah. went through it frame by frame. I got up with the laser pointer. It's true. And I was like, there. it's a 91 minute movie, but with Charles's whole thing at that point, it <laughs> took maybe three hours to get through. <laughs> That's why you're so tired. I know. I'm it exhausted. is exhausting. Yeah. Yes. Um, we do see, I think if you were there to was roll the scene, tape, you'd see a little peen. There was a scene where Charles was like, you know, I complained about the gratuitous nudity in past films, but in this one, it's so gratuitous. But fuck squad. no longer gratuitous. Hear, hear me out. Which is the not you Josh, can't do that with gratuitous. You can't out gratuitous Josh, gratuitous. You were saying that skinny dipping is fun. It's you fun like to do. a good skinny dip. I enjoy skinny dipping. And here's here's the maybe you'll agree with me after I point it out to you again. What happened in the second second one? Third one? It's the second one where, yeah, uh, where she is she skinny dips somewhere. She is uh, breaching like a dolphin. My she, point was that in the second one, it is one person doing something that they might do, but then the way they do it is so extravagantly orchestrated to show us one person's tits. And then that happens like eight times in this movie. Right, but what's, the difference is is you can imagine kids going away to a summer camp and being like, let's all go this skinny dipping together. This is such a strange argument. It's such a Charles... You're bringing it up. No, but like this is like, it's like a look inside your psychology where you're like, the scene where the one person skinny dips... Now that's weird, but when eight people skinny dip, that's normal. I think it just and makes good. it more realistic, you know. <laughs> it's a party. When one person skinny dips, it's not a party. Well, this movie features one of the weirdest choices in the entire series, where uh, the one lady is mad that that her hot stud boyfriend is dancing with one of those freaking British twins. Uh, so she's like, "I'm gonna go swimming by myself, naked." And I feel so bad for the actors because they're clearly crawling into like 40 degree water in pitch black darkness. Yeah, the, the poor guy. I'm, I'm impressed with her because like she's fully oh, naked and she went right it's in. kind of a pro at getting into like through a muddy, horrible, He's not like, even beach. Beach would be way too generous. No, it's like a, a swamp. Right. Into like turd pit. water. And she like swims out to like a fucking disgusting, dirty dinghy in the middle of like a freezing cold lake in the middle of the night. But this, the, for the guy following her he is struggling he is you're really watching this guy well. be like i can't see shit it's fucking freezing it's like, i know i left my keys here somewhere i felt terrible for that guy it's like when i get so i we we have gray windows in our new house where when we shut them you can't see anything in my apartment <laughs> wait i call it an apartment <laughs> you live here my man you bought it i bought it I uh bought it. it's like i stumbled to the bathroom now in the middle of the night i felt sure it's like this is what it's like this is not what you should put actors through you should not make them look like they're uncomfortable in your scene in a scene where they're not uncomfortable yet he will get killed 
So then he's uncomfortable. Okay, so it's funny we should mention this while I'm scrolling through my research on this topic. Many of the actors had to perform uncomfortable or dangerous stunts for the movie, which we were remarking there are any number of moments where you're like, I think she just like jumped out of a second floor window onto the earth. Did they actually get a double for that Um, Let's Let's get to that. Okay, so first off, uh, Judy Aronson was required to remain submerged in a highly freezing lake, and she got hypothermia. For just the scene where... In wait, were they? Was that freezing when they were all yes. skinny dipping? No, 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 no. no. I, the, I oh, think okay. that's the the lady who's skinny dipping at night. But when was she submerged? Then she, she swims was... out to the dinghy and has to get S- into the dinghy. Doesn't submerge just mean? But there's multiple shots of it. So she's probably to stay in the lake while they moved all the shots around for her to get oh, into I the see. dinghy. Okay, not fully. Submerged. Use your fucking brain. Yeah, they didn't douse. They didn't like hold her Please? underwater. Andrea, get fully under. Judy Aronson. I'm like li- I'm like listening to your brain disintegrate. Uh, Peter Barton was genuinely slammed against the shower wall when Jason attacks him. Hell yeah. Ted White, who portrays Jason Voorhees in this movie. And let me say this. You're no Richard Brooking. Sorry, Ted. I agree. Totally agree. So, so we've talked about briefly in the, other... In hold other... on. I'm not done. Oh, you're not done. So Ted White requested that the guy have a crash pad and apparently asked the director, uh, uh, is it Joseph Wait, Zito? Wait, a crash pad for the shower? Yeah, because you're going to slam him into the wall. Okay. And he apparently asked the director to remove her from the cold lake in between takes. This is the guy playing Jason. So apparently they hated each other. The actor playing Jason, the director, the director was like, yo, like, I'm going to torture the fuck out of these people. (laughs) Like, you know, and the guy playing Jason is like, this is a little inhuman, isn't it? Wow. Anyway, so apparently uh, Ted White demanded his name removed from the credits. um, Wait, what? Because he was so mad at the director. According to Ted White, who again plays Jason Voorhees, Corey Feldman was a real pain in the tuckus to work with. Hell yeah. And Corey and Zito, the mean director guy who wanted they got to just suffer, they got along wonderfully. When filming the scene of Tommy hacking at Jason's body, which were two sandbags he was striking at, Feldman told Zito he pretended the sandbags were Zito. Ted seems to think. Wait, Zito? The director. Ted seems to think Corey's joke was serious. <gasps> I think Ted was left out. And angry at the director, and he wanted to make Corey in his head also mad at the director. Mm. I don't know. Ted's got a lot to work on. So apparently there's an alternate ending where uh, Trish finds her mom. Oh, okay. But not but again, I'm dead. not crazy. She's dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We sort of see her. We killed. don't we see do. her actually dead. It's one of the it's it's one of the bad ones. But I was uh I think We've talked in other movies, like ranking characters sort of ranks the franchise. This is an exception to that, where this is not the best Jason for me, but a better movie. So I'm I'm sort of interested to see how that progresses. Like, obviously now Jason, how successful Jason is can be separate from how successful the movie is for me. Yeah. We'll see where that goes. Well, well, something you're hitting on that I agree with that we mentioned while watching it is that it's really fun to see so many characters in this. Mm. You got Rob the mysterious hunter guy. You've got the divorced mom and her daughter and and son. And you've got the horny teens just trying to separate it. What? They might get back get back together. Well, it's 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 unlikely at this point because she's dead. They're separated, but I hope they get back together. Apparently it was in a tub. Not gonna happen, lady. She's dead. The strange dance with Jimbo performs at the party was contributed by actor Crispin Glover. Of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? This freak just 
got lessons from somebody? No, that's how his body moves. It's so sick to watch an actor like Crispin Glover, who literally can never not be the most interesting person at any time in any film. I think that's why I like this movie so much. He brings life to this movie. And that's like one of the big problems with this type of movie is that it's always not famous actors to keep the budget down. Like all they want to do, especially by movie four and most horror franchises, just keep that budget down. Because they're going to make a hundred million dollars either way, so you might as well just get some shit actors. But Crispin, he might be better than a Kevin, right? Am I crazy? But I don't Chris- know. The, the, Kevin Bacon is also in, the, an insanely watchable human for completely different reasons. Yeah, I think I would. I I like a Crispin more than a Kevin. I, I think I like them very much for very different reasons. Let's stick with that. Yeah. Okay. Um. So apparently that was based on how Crispin Glover actually danced in clubs, which again I. I don't need that much fucking footnotage to be like, that seems extremely reasonable. If this were on Wikipedia and it said citation needed, I would just say, no, you don't, Wikipedia. Yeah, look at this fucking guy. Just look at this guy. On set, he was dancing the back in black by ACDC, but obviously for Friday the 13th Part 4... Couldn't get that? No one's dropping that much coin, so instead the song is Love is a Lie by Lion. Wow, what do you think that means? I think it means that was way cheaper to license okay. for Friday the 13th, part four. With, because this, we have been talking also about the trope of once you get fucked, you get killed. And I'd say this is maybe the first in the franchise that actually sticks to that lesson, the morals of fucking. Because the only person that... So I know that... Uh, I don't remember her name. What, Sarah, who's reticent about fucking her yeah, she polite but sort of silent uh, partner? Oh, no, she does get fucked in the bathroom. He goes... It's Im- it's implied... And then they go... And you yeah, see, look those squished hands. Yeah, she squishes her hands against the, like, uh, again, plate glass shower front. Um, <laughs> Everything was so dangerous in the yeah, 80s. So I can't sick. believe I survived. <laughs> yeah, the, just uh, everything is the most dangerous form of that thing. Yeah. Uh, it's so tight. Um, so let me see. So, so like the third movie, this picks up fresh off of the energy of the movie before it and look i want to go back to fucking horny axel the mortician and his nurse sort of girlfriend who sort of hates him but also kind of wants to fuck axel but is also clearly she's been down that road before it's a great it's a great vibe i love their relationship it's it's very fun it sort of reminded me about harold hockett and his wife miss hockett from the the third movie what about from the i remember I, i strangely equated like amy in my relationships i think to one of the like jokey like sort of playing with each other, but obviously liked each other. Axel, the horny mortician and the nurse. Yeah. There was a similar relationship in either one or two, but whatever. Okay. I, I lost. It's gone. All my, right. My brain is again, it's actively softer. Than coming, it used yeah. To be. I understand. Smoother. Mm. Sometimes I look at it in the mirror every year. Smoother and smoother, babe. Mm. Smoother and smoother. Um, yeah. So we were talking about while we were watching this, Part of what made three and its extended intro in the Hawkett household so interesting is just to finally be out of the fucking summer mm-hmm. camp lake I'll environment yeah. and see this whole other Jason just like a different world. The scenes in the morgue in the hospital were fucking awesome. I got such a kick out of suddenly like b- being in this like bright fluorescent institutional setting is completely different from everything else we've seen in these movies so far. Yeah, so there, I thought that was a very clever thing. Again, once again, that, that whole self-contained little preamble Dude, was wonderful. Can I bore you and the listeners? You never bore me. Oh, well, I'm going to try. Okay. This movie from, if you rate, if I, I think another reason why I like this movie so much was that it kicks off. It's, 
So the the every single what movie, was that word fresh? Yeah, I think fresh. So. I, I've never kicked anything off before. Okay, I was yeah. just grasping. Yeah. Look at that little spider. It's huge. Look oh. at that little spider. It's huge. It's under the it's Charles under the, is pointing. It's under the it's under the uke. I didn't just make it up. You're just the, pointing to a, near my feet, saying there's a huge spider. I think it's another. Doing. I've grown up a lot. I now okay. I'm not afraid of spiders, but it is unnerving no, that you pointed like I can't see where that it's is. Right. It's under the ukulele. Okay, well I'm gonna have my feet up here for a little bit. That's fine. You're gonna kick over the can. Don't do that. It's empty. Don't do it. Oh my, you're such a little ass. Fuck you. Squished hams. I'm not squishing my. Well, I guess I am squishing on the seat. So two started off literally an uncut. Just we get to see the end of one. Three kicks off, literally uncut. We get to see the end of two. Four kicks off? Holy shit, it's a fucking beautifully edited montage where we get the lovely speech from Chu telling us about the story of Jason with all the coolest deaths from one, two, and three. And I like that it continues this like last week on Friday, but it does it really well. And then it goes into, I think, the greatest opening where it still connects us to the franchise. We get a really great cinematography sort of flowing through the death camp that we really learn to love, the barn. We get to go back to the barn. And it's really just a well-shot, not scary, but like very unsettling way to connect everything back up. We've been two years now, so we're much more disconnected if we've been going to This is 84, so this is uh, the longest break thus far. I believe the next movie comes out a year later, so Great. they really. Uh, did this, I think this really it. showed confidence. Like we're going to stick to the we're going to stick to the schedule, but we're really going to make this work. And I felt like I was actually watching a fucking movie finally, even with the like last week on Friday. Like this, from start to finish, other than those few like where's mom, where's where's Gordon? Like there are a couple of things like that. Something we need the like I would. You know what, Josh? This is going to be crazy to say. Uh-oh. Can I hope I it's not it? a racial slur. I would like the 100-minute cut. And I know we've been... You want to tack nine minutes onto this guy? I do. Wow, look at you go. I, I, you know these movies fucking are honed into the 90. Like, this is 91. I think they've all been 90 almost exactly. Pretty much. And again, for the first three, that's including a solid 10-minute introductory yeah. sequence this so. is the first time i've been like i would fuck with a hundred wow and you know what? i think that would clear up some of these little slight loose ends that i i think are bothering you or a little sand in your underwear now can i maybe uh, burnish the reputation of this film for you a little bit go get it you know what day this was released uh friday the 13th it was friday the 13th april of 1984 mm-hmm and that night, the Grateful Dead were uh-huh. live at the Hampton Coliseum. That's right, the mothership. Ah! Opening with a one of the few hated songs for the Grateful Dead, Keep Your Day Job, which was intended to be a humorous uh, poke at their fans, but uh, people you didn't like it. You sent me a picture of our big, beautiful boy wearing a Yes, a dead, a dead, a dead company shirt. Um, uh, Charles and I, well, I'm more of, I'm a fair weather Buffalo Bills fan. And Stefan Diggs, because they're actually best friends, which is the best thing in the world, the incredibly talented wide receiver, posted a photo of one Joshua Allen wearing a Dead & Company shirt. Me thinks Josh be cool. Do you think if, so you you think being called a dead fuck might actually be a compliment? I mean, look, I mean, I do you, fucking love the dead, bro. So you're I a dead fucking, fuck. This is, listen to this show, though. Mama Mia, keep your day job in a new mingle with blues. Know. 
Dire Wolf, Beat It Down the Line, oh. into West Alley Fadeaway, It's All Over Now, little stones for you, Bird Song, a nice 11 minutes 30, not bad, Hell in a Bucket at eight songs deep into Don't Ease Me In, crazy, that's got to be the end of set one, Scar, Fire, Profit, Drum, Space, Wheel, Truckin', Going Down the Road Feeling Bad, Around and Around into Good Lovin', Encore with U.S. Blues, you know what, I'm going to be listening to this show on the drive home from your beautiful chalet. Well, tonight. I made it all worth it because I can imagine you. Imagine the night that someone had in Virginia that night, you know, where they uh, they Josh. went to go see this fat someone. Okay, Gold Standard says Scarlet Fire is so fat and juicy. Who's that? That's a commenter in archive.org. They really, really like the fat, juicy Scarfire. I'm going to download this right now. It's stream only. God damn it. That's all right. You can stream it on the ride home. I don't want to stream it. Why not? What do you? I want to have the files in my hand. I am a millennial. I remember file sharing. Remember that, buddy. P two P, P Napster two Kazaa P LimeWire. LimeWire was my shit. You were a LimeWire. I, I was start, a LimeWire. I definitely started with Napster. I'm a little old. Oh you. my god! This okay. I think we found the best trivia so far. Now this is wait wait what is wait, wait wait wait. God damn it! No, you got damn. Shut the. You shit the fuck. I trying I gotta, to download porn on on Kazaa and it was fucking difficult. I think. I don't know if I... I think I was too scared. Really, I, like, I watched, like, Debbie Does Dallas as a result of, like, <laughs> being a child and being like, I don't even know what to look for. This is something I've was heard on of. IMDb, yeah. Yeah, I went to, <laughs> went to IMDb because <laughs> yeah. I was a horny little fuck, and I went to IMDb, the horniest yeah. You website. just used to jack off to actors' names. I was... Yeah, I was like... What do I do? I was like, a Ben Gazzara? Oh! <laughs> is this trivia you're about to announce? Is it... Dead? This is a mind. No, this is, is mind it dead related. No, or this is, is it, very okay. much Friday the Thirteenth. Then 13th please related. continue. Now, um, one of the best parts of this movie is that Horny Axel, the mortician, is watching television. Yes. What? What is just <laughs> on TV, dude? It's like those those tubes, the kaleidoscopes. Yeah, it's like it's a like t- a if tube. a workout ass was a kaleidoscope. There's just a very '80s woman in a black leotard doing. Unbelievably suggestive, suggestive aerobics, and, and 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 Axel in between eating a disgusting sloppy tuna salad sandwich dude, on a he's corpse, such an Andy. which rules. This is the closest we've come to Andy. Big Andy energy, big Howard, big big Harold Hockett energy. Yeah, and by the way, totally in the newspaper they refer to Harold Hockett as a cafe owner. No, which we were like, yeah, that wasn't a cafe, he my friend. He a dirty piece of shit hovel that he sells goods from. Right. A cafe has a little Frenchman named Cloud who makes you uh, a little uh, salad niçoise would you like and a little a espresso. Oh. Wait, I mean, that's Italian. Hey, would you like a... No, that's German. That wasn't. You're just doing general... You're, you're doing like Mike... We were talking at dinner. We had a classic <laughs> yeah. Charles and Amy meal. Yeah, spaghetti, spaghetti and, and miso, miso soup. soup. And we were talking about Murder on the Orient Express and the original 74, I want to say, with uh, say Albert Just Finney. say it. And Michael York is is doing a, like a continental European accent that I really hate in that movie. Yes, I was actually the Fabatino. Fabatino. Can I please get to the trivia? Yeah. The workout video Axel watches, it's a robicide, 1982. It stars Darcy DeMoss, who went on to have a role in Friday the, Friday the 13th, Part 6. Yes! Dude. So the, the horny aerobics lady would... is actually eventually a company member of the Friday the 13th family. And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to infuriate you right now. Bum, but bum, I'm, bum. I'm going to go also and say that it was so it – it's a gratuitous scene. And for some reason, the way it was shot, the, there's no sound. 
and all you see is that it's like it's, it's strange, really weird it strangely becomes ungratuitous again where it's just weird it's well it's it's almost it's not, not to not sex- to beat this up too much but like there's like a weird there is a lynchian element of that one shot where she like the nurse it with going to rendezvous with old Axel mm. goes into like a pitch black room with just this like muted aerobicizing video playing. Yes. And it's like, again, this like weird and you know image Jason of, is lying there alive. Yeah. So it's this really incredible bit of staging where it's like the corpse of this horrifying monster next to like a silent video of a woman sexy dancing in a white void in a dark room. It's a really that one little sequence. I think I like. That's maybe my favorite chunk of the movie. I love that part, dude. I I love this movie. This is like I'm gonna rake this ridiculously high on Letterbox because we even talked about the end, which is absolutely the best ending to any of these movies so far. But we'll get there. I think we already now, talked about it a little bit with the sandbags. Joseph Zito directs The Prowler in '81, and they're like, "We want you to write and direct this fucking movie." And he's like, "I'm not a writer." And they're like, "We'll pay you double." And he's like, "I'm a writer." That's how you do it. He uses the extra salary to hire Barney Cohen to sort of secretly actually write the movie for him. Huh. And again, with all due respect not to... not super secretly because he's in the credits. Yes. Okay. With all due respect to these movies, Joe, I think you could have banged out a script for Friday the 13th Part 4. I don't I... know. I'm thankfully got Barry involved. <laughs> Barney. I'm still thankfully got Barry involved. Um, See, so yeah, a long story short, Phil Scudetti... Was working with Zito and Cohen. So it's a real beautiful Italian, <laughs> Jewish, uh, kosher meatball, Parmigiano, oh Sandwichana, Marnadana. Uh, anyway, so this. Cavagina. It took three idiots to make this movie <laughs> with, <laughs> over meetings and phone calls. And, yeah. Good Lord. Yeah, that's the right number of idiots. Yeah. Hey, in Turkey, this was released at the same time as its sequel the next year. So you could watch four and five back to back in theaters. In Turkey. Oh, so that whole thing we've been talking about, like how if you did try to watch these back to back, you just end up watching like 20 minutes of the same content over and over again between... You would have gotten a lot of scenes from the a first three years. Yeah. yeah. Um, so apparently Cohen included a scene where Jason fondles Trish. but Wait, the, Trish? Which Trish is Trish? The, the final girl. The final girl, okay. And everyone was kind of like, don't know, Varney. I don't know. It's interesting that they've tried to go there twice now. Right. And both times, I like that they don't because to me, making this a sexual crime really just sort of waters down. Like, that is, I don't know, it's like it's a lot of true crime. Like, this, that's such a common thing. This, this, like, freak that just does it for no reason is so much scarier than someone that just is like, a buffoon that wants to fuck things. No, I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think, and, and uh, the director was like, this makes Jason too human yeah. and way less scary. Yeah. And you're right. If, if he was just like, if it's just like a carnal lust thing, it'd be, there's a million movies. Even like if he's that. like still a stunted child, like it's still tapping into whatever that Freudian bullshit. Yeah. Like this is just like this. We don't know what Jason is and we're four movies in. I don't understand the character at all, not in a bad way. Like, this is why it's interesting is that from movie to movie, I'm like, A, how is this fucker still alive? And B, why the fuck is he doing this? Yeah, they've kind of dumped a lot of the pretenses of the early movies at this point, which I'm fine with. I just like. That shit sucked, dude. Well, there's something like, you know, one of my favorite books uh, is The Last Man by Mary Shelley. And it's, it's. Why The Last Man? Yeah, Why The Last Man? It's like a quirky. 
uh, no, it's like a it's a book by Mary Shelley of Frankenstein fame. Who like it's about this uh, unnamed plague just killing everybody, and it's not like a metaphor or something. It's just like everyone's fucking dying, yeah. and like how would things change if like there's like something this this absoluteness to it. And we you know we're both big John Carpenter fans and both big Coen Brothers fans. There are some people like who really excel at taking the ultimate condensation of evil and and having you know what happens when you ping off of that mm. be it the thing be it any John Goodman character from any Coen Brothers film yeah. just someone who's just like a complete fucking nightmare yeah. and there's no way to like there isn't a way to buddy up to him it's just like and that's what makes Jason so cool so yeah, this is fucking amazing another good piece of trivia so Camilla Moore you know of the Moore twins fame Oh, which one was she? Was she of the white... London Moors, mate? Was she white pants or pink Governor! pants? I don't know. She white pants. So she was originally going to play Samantha, who is uh, Judy Aronson's character, and who gets like, naked. Wait, you got a twin? Uh, that's literally what happened. So she was like, <laughs> you know what? I don't really want to do full nudity. And then the agents were like, hold the fucking phone. You got a twin, bitch? So do you think that's how they do it? If you, if you don't want to do full nudity, but you have a twin, you can each do half? Well, then they ended up having to do full nudity. <laughs> but she said, uh, did? Carrie is the more adventurous of the more twin. Which one was she the one that was I'm killed? assuming because Camilla was actively working as an actress. I'm assuming she's the one who doesn't break into a British accent. So I yeah. think that must have been Carrie, the more adventurous Carrie. The one who gets killed first. I like, don't know for the life of me. I'm leaving. You guys are just fucking. You want to see me tits? No, I want to go out in the Governor? rain. Anyway, so then, yeah, basically Camilla. Dude, that was crazy. With the support of Carrie. Is I like, don't care how fucking bored you are at a party where everyone's getting high, watching porn and fucking each other. Yeah, if you're in the middle of the I'm woods in the rain, home that's in the crazy. Rain. That's awful. Just find a side bedroom yeah. and write erotica. That's what I would do. Uh, I mean, guess Josh, but here we are. We're two millennials. We're on our goddamn phone. You're on your goddamn phone right now. I'm doing research for the fucking movie. Dude, I'm not saying you're doing... I'm just saying... The podcast about the movie. Just imagine... Friday the 13th Part 4. Turn your phone off. The final chapter. You don't have to turn it off literally, but in your brain, just be like... Now you'd be like, I'm at a party, and I would just go find a bedroom and jack off to porn on my phone. Yeah, absolutely. Now it will do this for me. Close your eyes. My eyes are closed. No phone. So you'd bike home in the rain. Yeah, I'd bike home in the rain. Yeah. So I'd jack off at home. Yeah. <sighs> you want to go do that right now? No. No, okay, we got to finish up. I don't want to do that. Gotta finish up. Oh, even 42 minutes, my friend. Damn, we're fucking... <laughs> this is rare for you to check the time. Well, I just wanted to let you These know when... so much fun. You'll have to go for 18 more minutes before you can bike home in the rain to jack Squirky, off crookie, at crookie, home. Crookie. That's me biking, Wait, not that... jerking off. <laughs> Squirky, crookie. I know you're going to ask. Wait, which one is you... Can you do jerking so off? Tom, so Ted White, who played Jason, also didn't get along with Tom Savini. Tom's so initially it sounded like well, Tom Savini's like, look, you're going to kill off Jason. I want to come back and do it right. Yeah, which is funny because Jason's look mm-hmm. has just gone kind of gone all over the place, and again, basically, it's not in the first movie. So yeah, what are you going to do? But uh, it, at first, it sounded like ZD or whatever was the problem. But Zito. It sounds like I think I'm still gonna side with the actor because it seems like he was trying to implement basic safety and oh, respect things. You're saying, and that, the director's oh, like, you know "Shut the fuck up." I think that makes sense because also someone probably notoriously who doesn't give a shit about actors is also the special effects guy, right? So there you go. Can, you th- can I just throw you out this window real quick? Uh huh. It's on the third floor. Can I do that? We're in your basement right now. 
on the third floor. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, th- that fall that Trish does out of the the, the, that- the attic window or whatever, the second floor window. Yeah, it looked wild. Because it's an unbroken shot of her flying through a glass window and landing on clearly a pad of yeah, some sort. Yeah, it's definitely like but an it still moment. is like, dude, that's sh- you, you. You do that fall wrong, and it's raining. Like, I was pretty like it's worried awesome. about I, Trish. You were, yeah, uh, but you did. So Corey Feldman boasted about seeing people's bras or seeing down their shirts. What a what fucking loser. gross asshole! Fuck that guy! What a loser! So one of the I original plans dead. for the movies that Tommy, little shitty Tommy, was gonna make a like a microwave oven device that would have zapped Jason. Jesus, the eighties sucked. The eighties were pretty wild. They were like, you know, it's new microwaves. <laughs> I'm surprised that he didn't use any of his masks. You know, I thought he was gonna like. It's interesting that uh, the choice is that he shaves his head. I thought he was going to put on one of his masks at the end. That would have been... I was a little surprised that didn't happen. Yeah. Because they lean a lot again on like, the Rob, fact that he's making... Like, yeah. room. Right. God, and kids are so I've annoying. only done that, you know, for yeah. sexual reasons. You No, I get people up in my room to show them uh, s- uh, psych rock CDRs from obscure bands. Um, th- that's what I'm saying. I know that you're, you're, you've, this is the hill you're going to die on. This is your favorite movie so far. I'm just, this movie is weirdly patchy in a way that we like the seams of a low budget movie. This has some weird continuity stuff where a, I'm just left like, I'm fine. not entirely sure what happened when. And so, you know points. what happened? See, yeah. A bald baby turns into Jason at the end of that's this fucking beautiful. movie. So this movie is better than any of the other ones. This actually, like, it's called the final chapter, but it still leaves him for a franchise. Like, I don't get this point. Jason could be dead. And now, I'm not, I'm not saying new, it's a bad This movie ends with a bald baby looking like a fucking lunatic hugging your, his sister. So this is kind of funny. Ted White, right after this, goes to work on Starman, the John Carpenter mm. film Starman. Okay. And there's reporters on set, guys like me, saying, now, what's the scoop, John? Where's Jeff Bridgie, the new actor? And uh, he was not available, so... John Carpenter, who I'm certain would much rather just pound cigarettes and not talk to the press, was like, Ted, go talk to them about the fucking movie you did. And apparently the article that came out the next day from the visit to Starman set was, holy shit, we all met Jason. Uh-huh. Which is super funny. That is cool. Yeah. Was it cool to be a Jason? Oh, my God. I mean, obviously, these people are eating dinner for the rest of their lives. And they don't do anything. I could be. No, I couldn't. I weigh 125 pounds. Yeah. That's really all you weigh? On my, um, after I, yeah. Wow. Oh, hey, so um, Barbara Howard, who plays Sarah, who initially doesn't want to do sex at the, at the house, but then does do sex, she did not want to go all the way nude, so they hired a stand-in for her. So in the pressed ham scene, that's not Barbara Howard. Not her hams. That's actress Robin Wood. Do you think they got the same person for Troy to do Brad? No. You sure? I don't think you so. You want to look it up? I'm, or, I am doing that. Your pinky hasn't moved. I like that you're going full pinky. Oh, so apparently this. Rob also was supposed to have stupid high-tech equipment to track Jason. It's so nice that due to a variety of, of like, obviously looking terrible, I'm sure, and budget stuff, they're like, yeah, we can't, uh, no <laughs> shitty futuristic tech. Just this- invisible computers telling you you're a dead fuck. Yeah, you were so impressed by the video game that, uh, that baby Corey yeah, Feldman was fun. playing. You were thrilled about it. What's it called? Oh, Salt- my God, this takes place on a Sunday the 15th. That's so fucked up. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Shut up. The beginning starts on the night of Sunday the 15th, so the rest of the film takes place on Monday the 16th, and then Tuesday the 17th is the climactic night. Wait. How many days after Friday the 13th is that, Josh? Hmm? Four. <gasps> See it? Get it? See I don't. It? See it? Get it? It's number four. 
See, I get it. That's clever. That's called clever. Hold on. This corroborates my thing. Paramount Studio head Frank Mancuso Sr. They they wrap this movie up. They're like, this is fucking great. And then they they changed the release date. This is crazy. They moved this up six months. Moved it up. Meaning closer. From October to April. Interesting. Upon finishing it. So they basically locked the producer and director and editors in a house in Malibu. Probably it's, I think it snowed in Malibu that spring. <laughs> doing cocaine. The state birds, the mosquito. Yeah. No, not quite. Not <laughs> quite, my friend. My little 125 pound friend. So I think this is evidence for my claims that there are obvious weird issues with the continuity because I think these guys like shacked up with a bunch of blow. I'm not you specifically that... said that there weren't continuity issues. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Let's Roll the go... tape back. There aren't issues. I'm Charles. I'm little. Yeah? No, I... Oh, my little farty little butt. Josh, I totally agree. I can't that... stop farting. I'm Charles. We uh, we drove by a house in Lanesboro that has a... It had like a beautifully written... Cal- 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 Take five. We'll, we'll edit this out. So we'll go back and put it in. And we went by the house in Lanesboro, and it had... A calligraphic? Is that a word? Just like a nice script uh, sign of some sort? That said flatulence. Really? Yeah, it was a wooden sign. It had all the serifs you could ever want. Wow. Just said flatulence. How do you feel about a serif, my man? Oh, I'm a a sans. Wow. I'll bust out a serif if a friend wants one, but... Okay. I mean, I'm I'm always sans. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I, I... Josh, look me in the eyes. Yes, I told I I agree with you. There's there are big continuity errors. There are two or three of them. I'm not saying there aren't. What I'm saying is this movie is so fucking good. I don't care. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I mean, I think this ending is awesome from start to finish. This is a better movie than anything I've been a part of so far in this in this franchise. And I know that you like third one a little better. That's fine. I'm just saying from start to finish, this is the best thing I've been a part of. In this franchise, I love it. I love the opening. I love the scene in the doctor's office where they almost fuck. Axel the horny mortician. But let me tell you about someone who didn't like this movie. His (laughs) name is Roger fucking (laughs) Ebert. He is a fucking stupid baby, and we hate all of his critical opinions. He called this movie an immoral and reprehensible piece of trash. What a dick. What a dick. God, he's such a fucking little tiny penis. What a penis. dumb baby. Can I just you, like, you know. Can you give us a choice paragraph from his brain? Well, this is on this is on the the TV show. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's why I couldn't find the third right. one, too. I think, I think they, they covered a lot of these. Writing, he didn't bother writing reviews for these. What a, what a fucking chode. Yeah. He sucks. You know, the idea for this movie is mind-blowing. That So basically, Frank Mancuso Jr., who's the producer, the son of the CEO of Paramount, Frank Mancuso Sr., he felt no one respected him oh. for working on the second movie as a PA and then a producer on the third movie. And he was like, no one fucking respects me. <laughs> I'm going to ah. kill off Jason. <laughs> then you'll miss me. <laughs> then you'll miss old Frankie Jr. When Frankie's gone. Don't call me. Hey, the spider's back. <laughs> 
Oh my god, the spider's back. Okay, you just keep pointing over here to the spider. It's right there. Where is it? Oh, that's a big spider. Yeah, it's a big one. That's a large spider. Yeah. You know, I'm a friend of spiders now. I no, they cuz they kill mosquitoes. And ticks. And ticks. And I'm not anti spider, but that that one's that one's large enough. Sometimes I love my beautiful wife Allison. And Sometimes just I to do this. too. <laughs> the fu- you assuming that you sleep with Allison? No, I just like that you said sometimes I love my beautiful life. But no, I obviously, sometimes. Obviously, you'd start a different sentence. Oh, and, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sick fuck. But sometimes I... There's times where it. she's afraid of some spiders where I'm like, this is beyond the pale ridiculous. Does she stand on small... a table and go, ah, ah, and pull up her dress? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the exact thing That's a little does, much. Yeah. I know. It's, I'm like, get, get down from the table. Uh, but that's a large enough spider that if, uh, if Allison saw it, I'd be like, no, 100% get it. That's a large spider. I haven't. I've reached this. I wouldn't even call it an arc. Just a just a beautiful linear graph. Right. In my youth, I would kill a spider, mm. and then I went to capturing it and letting it go. And now I'm just like, baby, I moved to the woods. This is your home. <laughs> You'd give up your house to a spider. That's they, really beautiful. Yeah, if they asked. that's vegan plus one. Or if there are millions of them, yeah, I would give this place up. There's a much better piece of trivia that sums up the whole more twins thing, which is hysterical. The producers found out that uh, they had they were twins and both were willing to perform nude, even though neither had done it before. The 80s, baby. <laughs> I would perform nude. Yeah. I've never done okay, it. Okay, so the alternate ending to the movie shows a dream sequence where Trish and Tommy wake up the next morning after killing Jason to the sounds of police sirens. Uh, Tommy opens the door. She notices water dripping from the ceiling, goes to investigate. That's where she finds the body of her mother floating in a tub of bloody water. I'm so glad that wasn't in the movie. Trish lifts her mother out of the tub, prompting Tracy's eyes to open, revealing them to be solid white and devoid of irises. Jason suddenly appears from behind the bathroom door and proceeds to attack Trish. Trish then suddenly wakes up in the hospital in a scene reminiscent of the ending of the first movie. Yeah, I think that's why the third one was fun, was that it, it sort of recreated that moment, which is nice. Yeah. But this is awesome. This takes us to a whole new place. I'm actually very excited to see what happens next if they do continue the Tommy line. I will say four movies deep, I've, I, I'm have i enjoying this. Yeah. It's certainly, man, there's so many... Uh, do we have this conversation on Mike? This is what it's like to do a lot of podcasting with mm-hmm. one of your best friends. Yeah. So my friend saw Jaws and was talking about how, you know, she was talking about Jaws. And I, was I like, don't oh. think we, no, we had this somewhere else. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, just wait till you get to number four. And then I was like, not everyone's a fucking insane person. Yeah. There's no reason my friend Ashley, hi Ashley, needs to watch those movies. They're not very fun to watch. The second one's fun. Two is fun and four and is four bonkers. Is hor- horny as fuck. And then the explosion at the end is incredible. Yeah. And also, again, canonically changing the entire series that sharks just hate that one family is so amazing. Yeah, if, if fuck squad. If you're a recent listener. Yeah, go back and check out our Jaws cover. And watch it. I think I, I think if you're, in, in de- if you're as interested in the franchise as we are, Jaws is a fun one because everyone's like, Spilly made it made the first blockbuster <laughs> Big ever. Spiels. About a giant shark. And you know what? It, we we thought it was the third we both agreed that it was the third worst in the franchise. Which one? One. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Three is just unwatchable. Three is the worst. Yeah. And one is just again the back half of Okay, we can't re review Jaws. <laughs> okay, so oh my okay, God, hold on, hold on. First off, Ted White went full method and was like not talking to anybody else on set, which is kind of cool. Oh, and you wonder why people didn't like him. Oh, shut I'm, up. I'm totally shut on board with Zito. So, okay, so they shot Sabine. this in December. 
So that's why he was so mad at the director because that poor that poor Judy Aronson is swimming around She's naked dead. in a fucking lake in December. Why did that's they do that? Because they were trying to get it done quick. But they, if you're trying to get it done quick, don't wait a year and a half to shoot it. Oh, so Crispin Glover is 19 when this is being shot. Hell yeah. Yeah. Wow. Pretty, so I, I t- no, he's good. an adult at that point. I don't take anything back. Wow. So, you know, the fan yeah. website, Arrow in the Head, voted the twins number two on the top ten hotties list. I'm happy that it's not the 16-year-old. But where I feel she, like two is... Where she come in? I don't even want Probably to Probably number one. That's really... Is uh, number one? Probably. Jesus. So gross. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, the guy is on the move. Where's he going? Uh, towards the field in England. Yeah. Should I squash him? Should oh, I so Zito refused to have a closed set. What's that mean? So he, instead of having a closed set with a small crew for the nude scenes, he was like, nope, everyone's here. So Judy Aaronson just staring naked in front of a bunch of dudes. That's awful. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah. I, I, I'm starting to not go on to, to Tom's side. Or Tim, what was what was his name? Uh, t- uh, Ted White. White. Ted. Yeah. But yeah, they, everyone seems like a bit of a dick. I think that's sort of a lesson we learned is that most men in Hollywood are not great to be yeah. around. So Ted White called Corey Feldman the meanest goddamn little kid he'd ever dealt with. <laughs> At this point, Ted White, he's been in, in Hollywood for 40 years. Holy He's shit. doubled for Clark Gable. He's oh doubled for John God. Wayne. Wait, so now how he, old is he in this movie? Like oh, 60? Oh, quite old. Yeah, he's, wow. 90, he's like 95 now. He's quite old now. How old was the last guy? Because I felt like he had a, a lot much, younger. Yeah, he had yeah. some vim in him. Oh, I loved He was the best easily yeah. so far. Um, <sighs> So basically, it seemed like uh, all the times you got to grab and terrify uh, Corey Feldman really made this movie for Ted White, Dude. who, again, didn't talk to the cast, hated Corey Feldman, hated director Dude, Joseph Zito. As someone who used to babysit, yeah, I know. It, like I, you, and I'm, I guess this is good that I wasn't a parent at the age of 14, but it's like when a kid is frustrating, like an eight-year-old or a six-year-old's frustrating, it's like... It is the most fucking frustrating thing in the world, and there's no way to shut them up. Well, there's one way to shut them up that Jason would show you. Stabbing them with a machete. Um, so chronologically, and by the way, Ted White has referred to this film as a piece of shit, though he's since gone on to attend conventions. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I'm now fully on 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 Zito's side. Yeah. What a hypocrite. Absolutely. Going to conventions because he's in a piece of shit. Is he still alive? He must be dead. I don't know. Doubling for Clark Gable? My my grandma, Grandma Louise, used yeah. to say that my whiskers reminded her of Clark Gable, which I loved what so she said. So amazing. So chronologically, parts two, three, and four have taken place over five days. From Friday the 13th yeah. to the 17th, 34 people dead in that time. Jason got fucking Fuck, wild. Yeah. Dude, that's got awesome. Wild. So that's what, this is great. This is what I was... It wasn't a joke earlier when I said that it's the fourth movie, so it's on the fourth day. Like, that is what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's cool. This is a this is really great. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, so apparently Lawrence Monoson, Monoson, I don't know fucking name. Who played uh, Teddy Bear? The first one, Teddy Bear. Yeah, Call he was like, Bear. I'm a fucking. I'm. He he saw fucking. He's like Ted White's doing method. I'm gonna do method. I'm gonna smoke smoke fucking weed out. Oh my god! Turns out hard to act. You're fucking blazed. Well, yeah. okay. Who'd have thunk or did it? they reshoot it? Who'd have thunk it? So we're we uh, we're getting close to the end of the episode. I know you're having a lot of fun on your phone. Well, it was so cool. Did you, did you like Jason's death sliding down the fucking machete as his brain freaking yes. split open? That was but awesome. But he didn't die. Well, no, he didn't die. He got up. <laughs> he, got, he did okay. 
uh, I mean, I'm glad you brought me there. There are so many great deaths in this movie. Yeah. But I will finally dun, award dun, dun, dun. the MVD to Jason. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it unquestionably. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. He's had some good ones, but you know he's not dead. There is no, I mean, I guess he could have survived that, but he was brutalized with a machete over and over again by a bald baby. Okay? Yeah. There's no surviving Bald baby that. Feldman. But the scene before that, he did get uh, slashed in the head, and then he sort of went down the machete. Yeah, his big freaking water guy head just squishing. You, you just saw it. Like, it was cool. It was into his brain. Yeah. That's definitely the well, Here's the thing. Can we call it a most valuable death knowing that a new beginning is but a year away? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, I think that that's what makes it an even better death. Okay. Is that he, you, we know he's finally dead, yeah. but we know there's eight more of these fucking things. That's crazy. So, like, it is crazy how many It's a very exciting we death that we finally get the death of the main villain. We are a third of the way into this series. But we know that there's more. Yeah, we know so, that there's more. I, I mean, there's some so many good deaths. I think Tom Savini was finally put, like, the first one, I don't think really... Either they cut out all the good shit or... No, he... the, the bacon death is still cool. I stand by bacon. Bacon? When, when, uh, oh, when yeah, Kevin Kevin Bakes Absolutely. gets freaking arrowed. But this had similar moments that were sort of more... Like, dude, another a runner-up was when that kid in the shower got his fucking head just pushed. Like, this had some much more yeah. visceral energy. Yeah, the, definitely the, the most boobs and gore of the movie so far. No question. Um, the knocker to it is. Knocker to, totally tasteful and appropriate. head smashing. A, a careful and methodical approach to filmmaking. Um... I, I very much enjoyed Rob's death because there's something so visceral and terrifying. Yes. It's like two forms like struggling in a dark basement. And we just sort of seem getting stabbed over and like, over run! again. Run! Yeah. Run! Get out of here! Yeah, that's a pretty wild... Why am I doing Seinfeld? <laughs> Jason stabbing me! I What's really the deal that. with Jason? Ah! Yeah. He's in my brains! Yeah, I'm fucking... fucking yeah, and then we Jesus. see his body later. Just a big old pile of was it That was the one thrown through the window, right? I don't know. I honestly can't I remember think who so. got, but that would make the most sense because yeah. Trish and Rob, Trish is like, Rob, can I get? And Rob's like, girl, I'm busy. I'm hunting down fucking Jason who I'm killed the, my sister. I'm the Van Helsing of this series. And Not I'm, very good and at I'm, my job. Now I am dead. Also, you cut up your own tent, numbnuts. Yeah, what an idiot. Yeah. It'd be so awkward if the, the cute girl you just met who was trying to get, you just uh, cut her head off accidentally and ruined your tent. It's like, God damn it. Do you think REI would take it back if it was covered in blood? Mondays. He's like, I got a case of the Mondays. Yeah. Wait, this takes place on a Monday. Partially. Yeah. So my most valuable death, I think uh, I think you're right that it has to be Jason, but I, I, I liked... I also, I mean, there was something, you know... We can agree. I know this is a podcast and you like to yell at me, but we can just agree. Okay, I agree. Um, well, you don't have to. I'm just no, like, no, I do. It's the best death. It's you. the coolest yeah. death in the movie. Um, I do really like, for sheer bombast and absurdity, Crispin Glover going like, where's the fancy corkscrew? And then getting it stabbed through his hand, then his head chopped open. Yeah, there's That was great, fun. But I think what this does well is there are some fun jump scares, but this deaths aren't really jump scares. They're just sudden. And they're not scary as much as they are just intense. And I think that's why these movies are getting good, is that they're not trying to scare you anymore in the gore. They're just trying to scare you and like, oh, shit, this guy's not stopping. This is just going to keep happening. Over and over again. Okay, wait. We talked about little gordos and shit on the on the Patreon, which everyone should subscribe to. Little gordos and shit? Uh, we're talking about Gabriel's versus the guy from... Can you just for a minute, like, use, like, formulate a okay. complete thought? Shh, 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 like, what are you talking shh, about? 
on the Patreon, which everyone should subscribe to. Uh, Five dollars a month—it's an incredible bargain, and more content from your beloved host, Josh and Charles. Uh, we <laughs> said who would win a three-way battle to the death: Gabriel from Malignant, Gordo from Total Recall, Quado, you Quado. fucking tit. Gordo, and, and then Voldemort from Voldemort. Oh yeah, I have no memory of this conversation, but it sounds like something we would talk about. Who do you think would be win? Jason versus the Terminator. Ooh. Jason versus the Terminator. Uh, I know what we're doing 1. this winter. What? Dressing, I'm getting, dressing up as the Terminator. You're dressing, I'm dressing up as, as Jason, Terminator. and we're we'll fight to the death. Beat each other's ass. We'll see who wins. Yeah. Okay, this episode's going a little long. It's going a little long. But it's fun. Uh, I now have to work in the You gotta morning. go bike yes. home. I gotta bike home in the off. rain uh, with my twin. Now, um, we did Most Valuable Death, Jason Mazeltov. Most Valuable Player... Who are we going with? MVP of the movie? I mean, I got mine. Okay, fire away. There's a lot of great ones. A lot of great ones. Um, I'm going with Crispin. I'm a, I'm 100% with you. I totally <laughs> agree. Same page. Yeah, he just brought life to this. Like, he brought just someone that was like, oh, this guy's weird, but... But he also, he gets I a full it. arc. He's one yeah. of the only characters in the entire series yeah. who gets a full arc where, like, he's, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm fuck. BJ Betty doesn't want to hang out with me. And his friend's like, yeah, you're probably bad at sex. And he's like... Maybe I am bad at sex. Then he has sex, and 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 one of the, the British twins is like, "You're bloody brilliant, fucking! You're governor? bloody brilliant, governor! You're better than the governor. governor. You're better than governor." And uh, he's like, "I am good at sex. I now I'm gonna fucking governor. swill some shit wine. I'm the governor of sex." And then governor? he dies. And he dies. Yeah. And you I know think what? the only other person that gets this arc is um. The, the woman that also doesn't want to have sex. Like, that's the arcs in this movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. People not wanting to have sex and then realizing that they want to have sex. And, and they're like, you know killed. what? Things are going to be pretty okay. And then they're <laughs> axed to death or whatever. And I, you know, I, I, we, were, we were both impressed that, you know, the, the sort of reticent virgin character is not the final girl and gets kind of like with Shelly yeah, or whatever. Dude. People were like, oh, it seems like this person, this unlikely outsider might make it to the end and that's the whole thing. That it's rules. like, nope. She gets fucking uh, killed with an axe. Yeah, was, I was another startling death. I thought another? she was going to be our final person. But startling no. death. Well, Charles, another episode come and gone. Can, uh, I, can I offer before we go? Yeah. I think we're a third of the way th- through the series. I think it's probably pretty obvious, so it's going to be pretty quick. But I'm like, maybe you want to join us rank this first third? Since yeah, definitely. It's a, it's, honestly, this is supposed to be theoretically, yeah. again, before moments after this finish, they were like, we should make more. <laughs> Um, I feel like we could have bat versed this too if we weren't psychotic. Like we could have yeah. done, but it's spooky season, so scary. Yeah. Oh, I'm scared. So yeah, um, I, mean, I think we're. I'll, in I'll bang out mine. We're in slight disagreement. For me, three is my favorite so far by a long shot. I love the weird 3D visuals. I love how That's much Jason just Jason fucking cool. plugging that girl with the fucking harpoon gun and shit, yeah. stuff like that. Dude. I love it. The bikers. I, I really loved three. This is uh, in second place, and that again, like there's, it's it's definitely a competently made movie that even with its seams is very enjoyable and is well cast and uh, surprised me numerous times. And then two one. So I think yeah. that I think I can assume you're. I'm gonna go ahead and. Yep. Four, three, two, one. Yep. I just I think for me the characters were better in this one, and I love the ending so much. The third one was a competent like remake, like ooh, a little winking nod back to one, and like we'll do it much better this time. But I think the characters were more annoying, like the little Shelly. 
These are like annoying, but Shelly not... introduces the fucking hockey mask. <laughs> it's true. He's, he's essential. He's necessary. Yeah. But he's like he's plus Shelly sucks. They get his throat slit. It's awesome. I wish every fucking annoying <laughs> dork got their. I don't. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty good. I, I, I'm not knocking three. Three rules. I love what Jason does, and I, I'm hoping we get a similar vibe soon. But um, if we're in the like sort of more sneaky Jason, this is the best sneaky Jason, and uh, everything I've just talked about um, brings us to a, my favorite. I'm I'm so happy. Like I started off so like God, I, I'm. I've asked one. I asked one. A little end twice. It's true. Which leads us to this. Are you asking when will it end? No, fuck hell no, no dude. me neither, baby. And you know, sometimes we're like, we still gotta go to hell and space oh and and God. wackiest of all, Manhattan. Sometimes, you know, when it reaches a point, you're like, this is the peak. I'm asking it because I don't want to see the 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 verse sullied. Mm. We'll have to watch Sully soon. We gotta. Uh, but no, this is like. We're just taking steps on up the twelve step escalator to heaven. Yeah, I mean, honestly, just watching a series where there's de- like demarkable improvement, time like exponentially, time. is so rare for us. Yeah, if you've listened to this show, you know how incredibly rare that yeah, is. Usually, like, it's like the, the Saw movies reach like pretty quickly hit a plateau. That's pretty amazing. But like th- this, I think has climbed more discernibly, and it could just keep getting better and better, especially as we enter into like. I don't know. I feel like 1980 was maybe not the best time to be making this kind of shit. Like, I'm just, like the people talk more naturally. They say "fuck." Like, it's, I don't know. Things are much less feeling like we're still in an older time. And I'm like, I think the 90s and 2000s are going to be a very fun era for this franchise. Yeah. So with that note of hopeful enthusiasm, tune in next week for Friday the 13th Part Five: A New Beginning. Mm. And me and Charles gonna go bike home in the rain. Bike home in the goddamn rain. The final chapter. The final chapter. Can you see that? I can, yes. Okay. Why? Just wanted to make sure. Okay. In case you needed to see how long we've been going. You got your feet up. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. Yep. A how are you doing? Do, doing pretty good. Just getting the uh, some of my stuff up. <laughs> you said it. Mm. All right. We ready to go?